0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. There will be a brief ad at the end of this video. Now, Karen sent me notes that Steve Chuck in the New York Times I had not seen this, and this is a topic that fascinates me. A Pennsylvania shop offered tarot readings, and then the police came and suggested it was illegal to do so. The police chief in Hanover visited the shop to educate its owner about an archaic state law that prohibits fortune telling. Now, Christine Hauser wrote this and referred to the law as archaic. Archaic implies it is old and outdated. And the question is, I mean, it's old, no question about that, but is it, is it outdated? Should there really not be a law forbidding fortune telling for money? And there's a debate about that. We'll get to that in a second. A few days after the owner was profiled in the business newsletter about the tarot card readings they offered at their shop in Hanover, the police chief dropped by for a visit. But not to have his fortune told. Instead, the chief informed the owner at the witchcraft-themed store on October 5th that any complaints about readings would lead to an investigation citing an archaic state law that makes it illegal to predict the future for money. So, first of all, he didn't say that he had gotten any complaints. But he said if he gets any, it's going to lead to an investigation because there is this law on the books. It's illegal to predict the future for money. Now, That implies that it's not illegal to predict the future for free. (laughs) The hard part, of course, is predicting the future. But um, the owner says, he informed me basically he's not here to arrest me or press charges. The owner is 26 years old and was speaking in a telephone interview and said regarding the chief, however, if he ever gets a report from anyone, he'll be back on my doorstep. Now, the owner of the shop moved to Hanover about four years ago opened the shop this year and offers a menu of tarot card readings, which cost 10 to to $100, either in person or over Zoom. Now, here's the thing. Signs are posted saying the services are for entertainment purposes only. However, you can also buy candles, soaps, and other handmade merchandise in the store. Shop was profiled in the October spooky season, issue of Main Street Hanover, a monthly newsletter that introduces a new business owner in the borough which is not far from the border with Maryland. The shop, as the name suggests, is meant to be a sanctuary for anyone looking to connect with their spirituality on a deeper level, the article said. A few days after the article was published, uh, the owner was informed by borough officials that the police chief had read it and was going to stop by. So word is getting out. Cheese at the fuzz. Okay. (laughs) So the owner described the ordeal To her followers on a series of TikTok videos, she's got apparently a couple hundred thousand followers, including one in which um, the owner put on protective jewelry and a black structured blazer, reminiscent of Raven's Wings, to prepare for the visit. The structured blazer, of course, is a nice touch. Uh, The owners of the visit from Chief Martin and another officer was intimidating. It was. It was. Basically, he didn't give me any advice or anything, adding that the message was, hey, just so you know, this is the law. And Which, by the way, it's always intimidating when the cops show up and say, we need to speak to you about something, Uh, or so I'm told. However, however, (laughs) it's a joke. However, uh, when the police officer goes, you know, just to let you know, this is the law. Some people might look at that and go, that's actually nice of the cop to give you a warning. Because the police officer could simply send in an undercover person and go, what do I get for 20 bucks? I'll tell your future. Boom, you're under arrest. So, um, well, you'd have to wait until they actually predicted some. But. So the owner says he didn't give me any advice or anything. The message was, hey, just so you know, this is the law. The Hanover Police Department said on Friday that the chief was not available to comment. News of his appearance at the shop um, was reported by the Philadelphia Inquirer and widely shared on social media, fueling questions about the use of taxpayer money what constitutes a good use of police time, and whether the visit amounted to a suppression of religious freedom. The question is, though, if she says this is for entertainment purposes only, is it a religion? So the chief defended the visit and post on Facebook and referred to the law, Title 18, Section 7104, which says it is a misdemeanor to pretend for gain or lucre, to tell fortunes or predict future events, By cards, tokens, the inspection of the head or hands of any person, or by the age of anyone, or by consulting the movements of the heavenly bodies, astrology. And by the way, the um, hands or head, hand and palm reading is still very popular. There used to be a whole science of phrenology, studying the bumps and the shape of your head. That's kind of gone by the wayside, but that was probably a thing back then. And the word lucre, L-U-C-R-E, is the root or the base that becomes the word lucrative, which is a more common word in our language. We don't use lucre that much anymore. But lucre implies ill-gotten gains. And so in the oath that you take to become an attorney, you actually swear that you will not, in essence, work for lucre. And they're saying, basically, that you're, you're not just working to get money. You're doing it for stuff that's justifiable and righteous. So uh, the law says that you cannot pretend to tell fortunes or predict future events. Uh, There will be some people in the audience who are going to say, Steve, there are people who can tell the future. And if you believe that, that's fine. You're allowed to believe anything you want to believe. In his statement, the chief said there was never an investigation, nor was there any threat of arrest in the matter. The department would be obligated to investigate, he said, if a complaint was made against someone for engaging in acts qualifying as fortune telling. So he's saying, look, no one's filed a complaint. But if someone complains, I've got to investigate. Because remember, he took an oath also. The sheriff took an oath to enforce the laws. So if there's a law on the books that is so old and outdated that it should not be there anymore, actually the legislature should go in and remove it. They they remove old laws all the time or overwrite them. So that's something that could be done. So he suggested contact your legislature. Uh, Meanwhile, the owner has studied tarot and witchcraft for 13 years said tarot readings are meant to help a person by giving clarity about their path in life. They do not tell a person what is in store for them, such as whether they will win money or reveal the whereabouts of missing loved ones, they said. Uh, I pull my cards and study the symbols. My job is to string these things together of what I'm seeing. It is up to their free will. There's nothing set in stone. I am 26. I don't know the answers. (laughs) And I, I like the fact that she said that. And, you know, So local news organizations have poked fun at the statute. Uh, In 2022, WHTM-TV included it in a list of laws that residents might consider antiquated, useless, or just plain silly, such as, and this is an example they give, catching a fish with one's bare hands or buying a car on a Sunday. Uh, There were what they call blue laws for years. There was a bunch of stuff you couldn't do on a Sunday. Uh, There was quite commonly a law against buying alcohol on a Sunday. And then later they said you can't buy alcohol on a Sunday before noon. And then they said, ah, screw it. Uh, And also, in Michigan for years, you couldn't buy cars on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, That was more of a protectionist thing, but we'll get into that later. But catching a fish with one's bare hands right now, there's a small section of the audience that goes, that makes complete sense. And it's men who fish and women who fish who understand the laws and regulations of fishing. Because they do regulate how you catch fish. If there's no regulation of how you catch fish, you'd go get hand grenades and do it that way. Which is actually a really, really easy way to fish. Now, you, you can't pick what you catch. You simply drop it and just, you know, after it goes off, see what floats to the surface. So they've got to regulate how you fish. So believe it or not, there are some places where you can spearfish in Michigan, but you've got to be certain kinds of fish in certain places. But you can't go out and spearfish for trout, I don't think. And so they actually regulate how you fish. Because if they didn't, people would just wipe out all the fish. You might say, but Steve, are you telling me that if you were allowed to catch them with your bare hands? No, no, the point is, they simply say, to catch a fish legally, you must do it with a hook. If it's this kind of fish during this season with this kind of license. Oh, you want to go fishing for these certain kind of fish that are seen in this lake during this one time of the year? Yeah, we'll allow you to spear fish. But if the fish you spear has got to be over a certain size. Here's your limit. you got to get a license, blah, 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 Okay? So they regulate that. makes complete sense. So in 2019, the York Daily Record included this statute in a roundup of wacky laws, noting that it also prohibited making love potions and drawing maps to buried treasure, (laughs) presumably where you made up the treasure. Obviously, if there was a treasure there and drew up a map to it, I can't imagine that hurts anybody, right? The law barring fortune telling is rarely prosecuted, according to the Daily Local News reports, Uh, in a 2021 article about a Philadelphia woman who pleaded guilty to four counts of fortune-telling and was sentenced to 14 days to a year in jail. A lawyer in Pennsylvania said that fortune-telling businesses in the state use disclaimers that their services are for entertainment purposes only. The law protects gullible people from being ripped off, he said. Even as they bristled at the chief's visit, the owner of the shop acknowledged that the law had a purpose— It is there to protect people from scam artists. And I remember a couple of years ago, I don't know if the video is still up or not, but I did a video about a fortune teller down in Florida. And she would meet people who believed that she had some kind of pipeline to spirits and could control things and future events and all kinds of things. And she would tell people that, oh, there's somebody else out there who's hired a competing fortune teller and has cast a spell on you. And you're going to have bad luck and bad things will happen to you unless you pay me a lot of money to cast the counter spell And just weird stuff like that. And there are people who believe in this stuff. And so next thing you know, someone just says, yeah, my, uh, my aunt, my uncle, just drained their bank account to pay a fortune teller to counter a spell cast by a comp- what? what? Really? Yes, it turns out there are actually people out there who believe in this stuff. Now the real question is, if I walk in off the street... Don't say anything. Just walking off the street. Say, hi, 50 bucks. What do I get? Will they say this is simply entertainment or will it be couched as if it's real? And the reason I'm asking this is right around the time I became an attorney, uh, where I was living, on my way into my office, I passed by a little building and, and it's not there anymore, but it was there for decades. And it was a fortune teller who lived there. It was a house on the edge of uh, an area that owned business. And I think the person lived in the house and then just turned the lights on and then people would walk up the door and, and come inside and, and get their fortunes told. And it actually had a bunch of things outside about a fortune teller and you know, could tell your future and stuff. And, and at the time, I spent a lot of time litigating with a law called the Michigan Consumer Protection Act. And if you pay for goods and services, you're entitled to get what you pay for. And so if I go to a fortune teller, and the fortune teller claims, and I'm not talking about the one in the story, I'm talking about the one I'm, you know, here in Michigan as a hypothetical. If the fortune teller had claimed, I can predict your future, pay me 50 bucks. If I pay her 50 bucks and she's wrong, didn't she violate the Consumer Protection Act for failure to provide a promised benefit? And I would have argued that she did. Now, of course, her attorney would say, no, this is for entertainment purposes only. And the question is, where did that come in? In other words, is that on a, a sign on the wall? Because it didn't say that outside the building. I never went in. I just was always, this is like a thought exercise for me, right? And so I'm really curious to know, and I'm not talking about, again, the person in the story here, but just generally speaking, if I walk into a fortune teller who's got an established place of business so that they actually got to watch it a little bit, and I walk in, and I don't say a lot, but I just put some money down and go, what do I get? They, oh, a tarot card reading. Okay, what? I'm going to play stupid here. I, I, I know that a tarot card is a deck of cards, but they're not like regular cards. Um, w- what does this do? What, what do you, what, what, explain to me what's happening here. And if that person just says, oh, this is entertaining, I'm going to put some cards down and just tell you some funny things. Okay, that's fine. But if the person puts down cards and says, oh, you understand you need to do this but not do this, do this but not do this. And never says this is for entertainment purposes only. What is that? What is that? So again, I know a lot of people, a vast majority of people in my audience right now are going, Steve, anybody who falls this deserves to fall for it. And on some level, I kind of agree. But unfortunately, I've met people who actually tell me, I know somebody who can predict the future. I know, I know somebody who can. And I always say, then why do they charge you 20 bucks a reading when they just go buy lottery tickets? Oh, it doesn't work that way. Oh, oh. It doesn't work. What's it? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> of, cor- of course it doesn't. It only works when you hand them $20. <laughs> so there you go. A Pennsylvania shop offered tarot card readings. Then the police came, but they didn't shut the operator down. They just warned her there is a law on the books. We're just letting you know that. And so maybe the operator needs to put up a bigger sign that says, entertainment purposes only, and see how that goes. Karen, thanks for sending it for the New York Times. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. There must be a reason why they call them yacht brokers. May have to do with the amount of money left over after you buy one.